the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and if you'd like to join us, this is a car show. What we do is we talk about cars here, and you're more than welcome to join us. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. For those of you that are interested... Oh, I should introduce you. Oh, Hi, what's your you. name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Salem. No, uh, my name is Renee. She, oh, okay. Well, you, Renee's flying wingman for me today. She's um, your job is to hear here to make me behave. Well, yeah, but I am not very successful most days. Yeah, I know. And Gil, <laughs> Gil is only successful if he pushes his right button. Yeah, and then I go away. Dumps you away. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. right. Well, speaking Where of... Where is that dumb button? I need that yeah, yeah, <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah. You just grab my my headset off my face oh, and, then, okay. uh, and then start beating on the mic and and Gil will know we're fighting. That's right. All righty. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. Phil and his staff, they're really good at what they do. But because they've been around such a long time, they understand the fundamentals of what needs to happen. We used to do it with vacuum and throttle pressure and speed and all that kind of jazz. Today, we do it with all the electronics. But what you do is the same as it was before. It didn't change any. It's just we're using a different way to accomplish the same goal. So they're at 40th Street in Washington. They've been around a long time. So if you've driven down Washington every day on your way to work, you'll see them on the north side of Washington at 40th Street. Automatic <clears throat> Transmission Exchange. Got something stuck in your throat I don't today, know. Huh? You know, I've been talking all morning long, so I really don't know yes, what the heck it have. is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Okay. Um, they they are constantly moving the tire issue, 602-508-0960. The tire issue used to be there is no expiration. And right. then they talked about 10 years. Then they talked about, well, you can do whatever you want. Then Then they have a different one for RVs. So you have all these moving targets, but I did get somebody sent me the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, their analysis of data, and it's kind of important. There was a big trend um, in the scrap pile of tires in a variety of states, Arizona, California, excuse me, Florida, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Oregon, and Illinois, okay? They made it. They said studies showed after the four years, um, the rate of tire damage was significantly greater in Arizona, and then in every case, tires from those states, all of those other states, and Arizona, with higher average ambient temperatures, had higher rates than states with lower average ambient temperatures. 
So they did some states with high temperatures and low temperatures. Well, and and I'm not quite sure how they pick those. Yeah. But I think I've said all along that from Southern California to Florida on Interstate 10 is the hot belt. Right. There's nothing else like Interstate 10. Mm -hmm. And you go across Texas, what is it, 895 miles or something like that? A long way, yeah. And and not only that is, is the Texas highways aren't that pretty to ride on. Remember when we used to go through there, and it, you'd hit a pothole, and you'd you'd jump a, a zip code. Yeah, they were just they were kind of tough, and and it's important for people to understand that there's two air fl- air inflation numbers. There's one on the door, and then there's one on the tire. The tire you'll have to look for it, but it says maximum load, and then it'll say 79 kg or slash um, 2,500. That's that tire can carry twenty five hundred pounds. It's important to know that the twenty five hundred pounds to get there, you have to inflate it to the maximum inflation. So it's on the same line. It says maximum load twenty five hundred at thirty five psi. Now your door may say that they want you to run them at thirty two or thirty. Right. That's to carry the load of that corner of the car. Mark Salem says there's no harm, none what's, and we do it on all of our cars. Mm-hmm. To bring the inflation up to what the tire says. Right. Now, it's a little bit rougher ride. But it's but did, it's it's hard for people to notice that when you're moving them three or four or five pounds of pressure. Yeah. It's just hard. But think about it. You hit a pothole, mm-hmm. a flat tire, a tire. Let's just talk about a flat tire. A tire real low on inflation. More than likely, it's going to cut itself because the tire is going to collapse. It's going to pinch the tire against the rim and cut the tire, the mm-hmm. sidewall of the tire. A tire that's at 30 pounds is going to go through it a little soft, and it's kind of like a bicycle tire. Do you want to go through um, a, a huge crack in the pavement? Do you want to go through with a fully inflated front tire or a tire that's half flat? Yeah. There's a difference on how it's going to go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm an advocate of whatever the tire says, you go to that maximum inflation. In Arizona, clearly in Arizona, we got a problem. And I think it has to do with where we inflate our tires and how well we keep them up. Mm-hmm. That has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm suggesting, and then ambient temperatures. People would be interested in knowing what you and I do at a gas station. Yeah. Other than you go get a six-pack of beer for you <laughs> and, a, and a Coke. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay. So let's tell them what we do. We're, let's say we're hauling horses to New Mexico. Okay. okay? I stop for fuel. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Fill up the... Fill up the gas tank. No, you get out the um, that gun. Temperature gun. Temperature gun. I couldn't think of what it was called. And I hand it to you. Yep. And what's your job? And I go around and I check all the tires, kind of in the middle of the tread almost. You can do that or the crown, where the tread meets the it's, sidewall. Yeah. Okay? okay. Either place is fine, So, but you have to do it on the same on all the tires. Right. And so I go around to all the four tires of the trailer, usually, because mm-hmm. we're more worried about that, and make sure that all the temperatures... Or pretty similar. Okay. The tire comes apart north of 170, okay. somewhere around there. What's the highest we've ever seen in oh. uh, hauling horses, hauling hay, um, hauling tractors on the big truck? Yeah, the I semi. think the last time I, I saw it at 120-some or something like that. And I saw one at 145. If you remember, I was hauling the tractor down to the yeah. valley, and I had the big truck. Mm-hmm. And it has eight tires on it, so you know it holds a lot of weight. Yeah. And I noticed that I had a vibration that came, and I stopped at Orn Point, and I had a tire that was like 180. Mm-hmm. And I knew that tire was coming apart. Right. And so for whatever reason, I'm not going to save it. 
well, I sure as heck didn't want to change that tire. Yep. And, and I'm not quite sure I even have enough equipment. I have to unload the tractor, lift the trailer off. Yeah, that wouldn't have been fun. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. So I figured I'd just run for Phoenix, but at 45 miles an hour with my flashers on. Okay. And I made it. Okay. So I was happy about that, that I didn't have to deal with it. But most of the time, we're in the 120 to 140 range, or mm-hmm. a, let's do this, 100 to 140. Yeah. Easy. Now, there was a time where we were going south on 10. Yes, I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay. Go ahead. Well, one side of the trailer was, I don't know, 20 degrees hotter, the two tires, than the other side. And I'm, you know didn't understand that but like you said cause I didn't understand cause, it either because you're the car guru you knew what it was no you said just because the sun is hitting on that side of the trailer I know but that was after we tested the tires okay and, and that was we were still southbound going to Tucson in that particular period of time mm-hmm. and I didn't understand it until we turned east at Tucson and headed east on the 10 mm-hmm. and then it, it occurred to me now the back of the trailer is facing the sun Yes. And um, and I know that our horses hadn't gained that much weight. Mm-hmm. But the difference, what con- got our attention is, is we had a 15, 20 degree difference between the right side and the left side. Right. But we quickly determined that it was because of the sun. Right. And and I, I tell the story and I give a clue. I say, we're leaving 5, 6 in the evening. It's the summertime, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, all that's true. Yeah. But the, the riddle is, is the sun's on that side of the trailer. Right. And the other thing is, I know that like... Um, Alan does a lot of tires, obviously, and Our he son. puts different sizes on vehicles, mm-hmm. and he'll put a little sticker inside the door as well that tells what your inflation should be with these new tires or different tires, because it's not always the same as the door sticker. You're right. Our software allows us to put a new sticker on your door, mm-hmm. and and we've modified it, and we have a computer that tells us what those numbers are. Right. Okay. So we're we're hauling 20 bales of hay in the red trailer the other day. Okay. Yes, I'm yeah. I'm bringing it up right for the horses, and Manny loads it onto the trailer, and we get exactly 20 bales. I don't even know how he did that, but he did a good job. Okay, so I'm walking around the tires. What sh- now the the trailer? The, each bale is 100 pounds. Okay, that's 2,000 pounds of hay. Okay, what should the tires hold? A thousand each, at least. Yeah, at least. But I looked at them, and they were 2,300, so that's 46 an axle. So we're talking 9,000 pounds of tires underneath 2,000 pounds of hay. Right, so you were good. I was real good. The only problem is is that it was grass hay, and it blows off the bale easy. It's basically their bailed up Bermuda grass is what it really right. is. So you are leaving a trail of grass. Well, on I your way. <laughs> there was times, there was times, it was it. You could tell grass was blowing off the hay, and then people would pass you and you'd see that stuck in their windshield wiper was oh, a couple pieces nice of hay. What, what can you do? What can you do? And the here the key word is is they passed me. Okay. 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 I wasn't passing them. They were passing me. That's amazing in uh, no, itself. Sh- sh- it's time i'll tell you when it's time to talk (laughs) (laughs) so so those are the things we do and here's here's the benefit guys you you go to um harbor freight and you buy a temperature gun while you're filling up the the car truck and you're washing the windshield your wife walks around to all the tires now you let them to believe you just check the tires on the trailer but you do all the tires yes i do and so we got we got six on the dually and we got um four on the other one so you're doing 10 tires so you have a real good example now there was a time where i hauled horses and i had the front tires of the trailer 
were 30 pounds hotter than the back tires of the trailer. 30 degrees hotter. 30 yes. degrees hotter, yeah. Because the way the horses were loaded. Exactly. I had the yeah. big fat ones up front, mm-hmm. and I had the small ones in the back. Mm-hmm. Now, that's no big deal. You unload them, you put the small ones in the front, and you put the bigger ones in the back. Or I could have, but I didn't have the right tools, I could have raised the hitch. Mm-hmm. And if I raise the hitch and bring the nose of the trailer up a little bit, it would have spread the load to both axles. Yeah. So if you think of the front of the trailer's got a little droop to it, and you put horses in there, those front tires, the the front axle, those tires are gonna are gonna take a little bit more heat. So yeah. all these dynamics go into tires. Now here's the final. Okay. How many times have we had other than those damn Goodyear G159s okay. back in the 90s that were blowing off the motorhome right and left? Of all the traveling we've done, have we had any, t- with the exception of that uh, tire that came or was coming apart for me, have we had any tire problems? No, I, I really can't remember ever having a tire issue. Knock and, on wood, because now I'll have one. Yeah, but at the same time, we've been doing this for more than five years with the temperature gun. Mm-hmm. And your job, now guys, you're not going to get your wife to use an air gauge if she's got fingernails that you pay to bank pretty. See, most wives wouldn't get out and check that either, so you're pretty lucky. Well, hey, all they're doing <laughs> is pulling a trigger. <laughs> they have this little device in their hands. Just and they saying. Okay, fine. And, and it's six, eight inches away from the tire and they pull the trigger and they read the number. They pull the trigger and read the number. I mean, if your wife is going to stay in the truck and you're going to do all that yourself, (sighs) um, I know a good... Never mind. I'm, I'm staying away from that. It's All time right. to take a break, isn't it? 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Replacing your windows and doors with Dream Style Remodeling featuring Pella will help make your home more comfortable this summer. Save 20% off windows, 20% off doors, and 20% off installation with no money down, no interest, and no payments for one year. Hurry, this offer ends May 31st. You have less than one week left. Dream Style offers innovative Pella windows with Pella's patented Duracast material, the strongest material available for windows. Visit DreamStyleWindows.com to schedule your free consultation. That's DreamStyleWindows.com. Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet? Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting 
a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem, and Renee, my wife's sitting here next to me, 602 if you'd like to join us. Now's the time, the lines are wide open. Gil, our engineer, is running that part of the of the radio show, so he'll take your name and ask you briefly about what your, what your question is, and you can just say tires, oil, you know, whatever, air conditioning or whatever. Just give him a quick clue, and then we'll get to you just as quickly as we can, 602-508-0960. My, I have a, a, a list of the best shops in Phoenix on my website, MarkSalem.com. This list started in 1988. We, we were first in, in the entire valley, and we were followed later by referral list after referral list after referral list, and many of them are gone. But we're still here, and it's real simple. I know the best shops in town. I know the owners. I know their wives if they work there. I know how long they've been in business. I know them, and I trust them. Here's my promise to you. When you go to one of my shops and you have a bad time, you have to file a nice, notice the word nice, complaint with the Better Business Bureau. They'll investigate the complaint, and then they'll say, the shop should pay you this, the shop should fix this, or there's no harm, no foul. If the shop refuses to do their part, I kick them off, and then up to $5,000, I'll pay to fix your car, or I'll do a refund. And I've never done that since 1988. We came close one time mm-hmm. where somebody was dragging their feet a little too long, and then we put a time frame around it, and everybody performed at the time frame. But that was as close as we came. We've not had any problem. To be honest with you, how many complaints do we get one, about one of our shops? Um, let's say last year. I can, two or three maybe. I, I don't know, just not that many. And a lot of them I forward to the shop, and then the shop makes a contact back. There was a guy with some tire issues. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote him back and said, are you okay? Or mm-hmm. should you know, do you want to further this, go further with it? And he said, no, I'm okay. Yeah. So a lot of times it's just a lack of communication. Sure. Larry Harker's Auto has been around since 1967. He's one of the longest shops I know of in the Valley. And and we just talked about automatic transmission exchange, who started in 1968. So Harker's has been around a long time. Bob and Ellen own and operate Harker's, and they can do just about anything. Bob is a diagnostician second to few. Mm-hmm. 
He is a really good guy. And if you go in there and you start the conversation with, no one can fix this car. I've had it at 10 other shops. That's just like waving a red flag in front of a bull. He'll bite and he'll fix it. So he does oil changes and air conditioning services and flushes and all that kind of stuff. But he's really, really good at diagnostic issues. 38th Avenue and Indian School. I'm proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Yep, we got a caller, Gil. Who might we talk to? That would be Christopher. Christopher, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. And this is the home of uh, I Can Fix Everything but the Crack of Dawn and a Broken Heart? The Crack of Dawn and a Broken Heart. That's the only two things I can't fix. <laughs> That's it. That's why I'm calling you, man. Okay. Um, I've called in the past, and uh, I've got a, um, I got a, a, a situation. Okay. Uh, my Buick Century, um, that I had put a newer model engine in it. I'd put in the one with the roller rocker. It was a 95 uh, Buick, and the engine went bad, blew a head gasket. And um, put in the newer one with the roller rockers, and it really ran a lot different. I was surprised. But uh, I was going to work one morning, and all of a sudden, I had this huge cloud of white smoke coming out the back end, so okay. much so that I couldn't see the guy behind me, which meant he couldn't see me. Mm-hmm. So I got to work, and I popped the hood, and then I pulled a dipstick on the trans, and there was nothing showing. So I put in two quarts, and it was still a quart low, which was scary. Okay. I made it home, and I decided this car doesn't want to go any farther, and um, started calling around and got all kinds of ridiculous prices, so much so that I decided to uh, start looking somewhere else. Um, so what I've found, and um, I know you've got plenty of expertise on this, is I found a um, 96. 98 uh, Ford Ranger with the 3.0 in it. Okay. R- runs real smooth. Body's in great shape. There's no issues. I haven't been. A, I haven't put a reader on it yet. A friend of mine's going to bring his reader over. But um, the guy's asking $2,700 for it, which isn't to me isn't, isn't a bad price at all. And uh, I'm just wondering, is there anything I need to watch out for on this? Because I'm not familiar with the 3.0. I know the 3.8 was a go- was a piece of garbage, and the 4.0 is a gas art. Okay, but, but uh, what you're saying to me doesn't. I I don't agree with any of that. Okay, um, I don't agree with that. Yes, we have pattern failures, but everybody sure. has a pattern failure according to YouTube University and half the clowns on the <laughs> internet. I yeah. mean, one guy says it, the other guy has a problem, and uh-huh. he, he reads on the internet that this guy's scooculator valve needs to be cleaned. <laughs> Okay? okay, and so then all of a sudden he doesn't know what a scooculator valve is, but he goes, which is, by the way, for the rest of you, it's a name I made up. And yeah. uh, so he goes out and has his scooculator valve cleaned up, and the shop doesn't know what it is either, but they clean the EGR valve. And then he raises his hand and said, yep, that's it. So yeah. I don't, I don't, first of all, you yeah. don't even know what happened to the Buick. The white smoke's either coolant or transmission fluid, and I think that yeah. you probably suck some transmission fluid out of the, uh, into the motor, and that creates white smoke. So I don't right. know. As far as your yeah. Ranger's concerned, it's just how you treat it. I mean, yeah. if you're going to pull a big trailer and you're going to go to Flagstaff, you're probably going to... Uh-huh. Okay, all right. I'm just giving everybody else an example. But yeah, there's there's lots of cars out there that that are going to have problems, but they're not pattern failures. So there's okay. lots of guys out there with, with you know the old Ford Rangers that are saying to their wives right now, I haven't had any problem with mine at all. So that's just not on our radar screen. I'll give you a good example. A pattern failure is the six-liter um, 
uh, piece of junk that Ford came out with, which is the diesel, the eight-cylinder diesel, they had pattern failures like there's no tomorrow. However, the first fix didn't fix it, neither did the second fix, and finally when we got the third fix, everybody figured out what was wrong. So that's a pattern failure, but your chances yeah. of having that were 50-50. So, sure. you know, fan belts and water pumps and wheel bearings and drive shafts, all that kind that's of stuff. normal stuff. Yeah. yeah, if the air conditioning blows cold, and the thing Those starts days. and runs, then it's worth yeah. twenty five hundred dollars in my in my world. No matter okay. what, it's worth twenty five hundred dollars. So I and you know you know you or somebody you pay should get it up on the rack, should look it over, look for oil leaks, tires, wheels, wheel bearings, gears, um, low, suspension, upper ball joints, lower ball joints, t- track bar um, bushings, uh, tie rod ends, uh, fluids. A complete check of the fluids. Um, right. Starting up turn on the air conditioning and grab a hold of the suction line and all of us with calloused hands know what it should feel like and then you go do a test drive and make sure that your butt isn't flapping you know real hard in the seat which means it's got a problem in the back end and the front end you know make sure the steering wheel straight and it goes straight down the road keeping in mind that a city roads are crowned so it's going to drift to the right on a city road highways are flat and you can go pretty straight that's what i would do that's what i would do what are you going to do with your buick I, you know, it, it's like it's sitting in my yard, and it, it it really broke my heart because I'd sunk an engine into it, and um, it was it was giving me great uh, performance. It okay, was forget all that. Engine. Forget all that. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Okay, all right. I think you should out. have it diagnosed. I think you figure mm-hmm. out why that smoke and why the transmission was low, and if you put two yeah. and a half quarts in it and you drove it and it didn't go down, oh, it did. then I, well, I, mean, I had to keep doing it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if you had to keep doing it, then it's probably going into the motor somewhere, and you just got to figure out where that transmission f- fluid is getting sucked into the engine. This could be something that's really inexpensive, but until you know what it is, then that's it. But I got to run. But thank you, thank you, Christopher. Thank you very much. Twenty nine minutes after the hour, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Year make and model. Tell me that. Give me the symptoms, and we talk from there. I'm Mark Salem, Renee sitting here next to me, and we'll be back for another an hour and a half Mm -hmm. if you'd like to join us. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. All right, let's pull up over here and drop a line. Are your feet wet? My feet are wet. Here's the drain plug. You put the plug in the drain, right? Ah, it's on the dock. There's a reason they say curse like a sailor. Ah, Many reasons. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
This Week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Democrats ignore the Mueller report and hurl threats at Donald Trump, who does not back down. I just saw that Nancy Pelosi made a statement that we believe that the president is engaged in a cover-up. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no, what are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, so it's 1030. We'll be here for another hour and a half. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We were just talking about that 6-liter Ford motor mm-hmm. uh, on their diesels. And um, that showed pattern failure about a minute and a half after the first one was sold. But Strictly Diesel Service and Repair saw those, fixed them like we all have, and is really good at the diagnostic, which is the, the tough part of this. If you guess and you start taking that motor apart, you can have a three or four or $5,000 bill to put it back together. And if you don't fix it, you're in big trouble. So Strictly Diesel, that's not a problem. They are, they've been around the block. They're a better business bureau, A-plus rated shop. They've got some of the best diesel techs in the business. And they work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. You can also go on their website and find all kinds of parts that are available 24 hours a day at their website. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 at Pinnacle Peak in North Scottsdale. Bob, good morning to you. What you got? Morning, Mark. I've had a question I wanted to ask you for a couple of years, as a matter of fact. Okay. And I turned on the radio this morning, and I caught you in the middle of your uh, uh, talk on, on the tires. Uh-huh. And so I got my magnifying glass out, and I run out to the car to make sure 
got this right, but I'm believing it says 55 pounds for maximum tire pressure on my car. Am I reading the wrong thing? 55? Yep. 55. What kind of car do you have? Uh, I've got a, a Camry hybrid, uh, and it's it's fairly new, and it came with, uh, I think it's uh, uh, nylon tires, two belts. I don't know if there's some steel belts in it or not. I, I've been checking the temperature as I travel, and the temperature's always great. But I, 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 I think maybe I'm reading something wrong because I generally run my tires at 35, 36, 37 pounds. They'll okay. go up to maybe 40. All right. What does the door sticker say? Do you remember? I would guess 35. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm sure it's 35 on that hybrid. They want them tires up a little bit. Okay. And for the fuel economy, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm I'm a little worried about the 55 pounds on a passenger car. So on the side, real close to the wheel, so right adjacent to the metal portion of the tire, it'll start off with maximum load, da, 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 and then it'll say maximum inflation, da, da. And um, is that the area you were looking at? I think so. I'll go back out and look. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it, I, I really have been curious about that. I feel very comfortable as long as they're, you know, I start out cold in the morning at 37 or 36 or something like that. And when we get wild temperature springs, we really get a different tire pressure, that's for sure. Well, and, but, and don't let that worry you. Here's, here's what you don't need to worry about. A fully inflated tire runs a lot cooler. If let's assume you have a 55-pound tire, that 55-pound tire is going to run a lot cooler than at 35 pounds. That 55 tire is going to bounce off curbs and in and out of potholes. That 35 may not make it. You remember when you were a kid and you rode your bicycle to the gas station and the tires were half flat. You put air in them and you rode them home and it was like a new bicycle. Yeah. So you get better what, what? fuel economy with tires at their maximum. There's all kinds of benefits to it, but tire. The, the heat of the tire, we expect the tire to heat up if you live in Ahwatukee and you've got to drive to I-17 and Bell. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I'm all sold on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, uh, uh, what, what, do you, what pressure do you run in your passenger tires, passenger uh, car tires? It's going to be 35 or 40. Okay. Every one of the well, cars and trucks we have. that's probably where I'm going to stay because maybe I, I'm going to take a look at this again, but uh, I, maybe I'm reading something wrong out there. But okay. I, I, I had Michelins before that, and they were up there in the 50s too for the maximum load. Okay. Give and me the size, a, uh, too, the, then. The, the Michelin was a Defender tire. Okay. Give me the size, too. So look at it again, and, uh, and you know, just make sure it says 55 and not 35. And yeah. and then look at the door sticker, too. It'll tell you the front and the back tire inflation. And and if the door sticker's at 55, then I'm, I'm going to pass and say, no, we're following the door sticker. Yeah, but, I, the, the door door sticker, the doors all the way around. They want thirty five pounds. I know that. I've looked at that several times. Okay, well, the door sticker, of course, handles all four tires. Right. So, but that that those are the issues. I can't answer your question if fifty five is good. If I say yes and your your static high highest pressure is thirty five, I've done you a disservice. On the yeah, other hand, yeah. if it's a if if it's a fifty five pound tire and the door sticker says thirty five, I fifty five is a good and then you alluded to when the tire gets hotter and it, it might do this or might do that and if I, if you didn't I'm 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 gonna say okay. Um it is true. The tire is designed for the additional inflation created by load and heat. It's designed for that. So that's why they say never do any adjustments other than add air to a hot tire. 
So yeah. and 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 so it's not uncommon on my truck when we're hauling something. It's not uncommon. I think those are eighty-five psi tires on the back end of my truck. It's not uncommon for me to be up in the one hundred five range, mm-hmm. and I'm not worried about that. That's built in. Mm-hmm. So one of the best guys that I've ever met in my life was John Dawes. Mm-hmm. He passed away a year ago or so. He knew more about tires than anybody in ten countries and in ten brands. He he just knew tires, and I was his grasshopper for years. And uh, and so he taught me a lot about tires, and he would go out and check my tires and, and then counsel me <laughs> on what it is. But anyway, i got to go to a break, but thank you very much, Bob. Thank you very much. The lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When we come back, we're going to discuss what the vehicle manufacturers recommend, what the tire manufacturers recommend, and what industry experts recommend on your tires. And you'll be, we'll have a nice discussion about that because you'll figure out what I already know. (laughs) And that's the agenda here. What's the agenda? So we'll be back in a minute. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, author and Islamic Republic of Iran expert Kenneth Timmerman returns to discuss Iran and its threat to Israel and all Western civilization and what must be done to stop it. There is no more important issue facing the world today. Don't miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. 
And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 43 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Mark and Renee Salem here at your service. Renee has been my business partner since 1979. Her and my daughter, Andy, and my son, Alan, have listened to me for all that time. So they're pretty good about car repair, better than the average bear. Yep. And uh, and Alan and Andy can quote prices sometimes off the top of their head, but I'd prefer they not. I'd prefer that they'd leave it to the books and leave it to the uh, guides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good auto repair, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley, Tom has been a great guy, and I've known him since the early 80s, and he opened up in 1983. I'm as proud of him as if he were my son. He started working for a company that sold big engine analyzers, put it on the box. You remember hearing that? Mm-hmm. And and he, he had one that... He, there was two. There was a Chevy and a Ford, and mm-hmm. he was doing the Ford, in my opinion. Okay. He was doing the Ford, and I bought the Chevy. And he never said a word. He was still my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you'll remember back then, those big box machines, when they didn't they say put it on the box or put it on? Oh, and they, they'd put it on the scope, they'd scope, say. Scope, yeah. 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 Our first house was $33,000. Yeah. Our first scope was $34,000. Oh, I thought it was more like fifty. it no. seemed like, but <laughs> yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's when I met Tom. Mm-hmm. And he's been a good friend of mine ever since. So if you're up at I-17 in Deer Valley, if Action Auto's close, and he is on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley, and you don't have a repair shop, may I suggest that you try him. Terry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. I've, I have a 19, excuse me, a 2010 Chevy Malibu. And from what I understand, and it happened to me, my transmission went out and I had to replace it. And unfortunately... It wasn't a recall by, by General Motors that year. They were previous years to that. Um, so it was an expensive job to get that thing repaired, and it still has never been exactly right. However, I'm thinking about buying, you think I'd learn, I'm thinking about buying a 2012 Chevy Malibu, and I was wondering if you knew very much about what I should be looking for, the problems I should expect. And do you know if the transmission is just as bad on those as they were previously? Well, good question. You, huh? who, who, well, it's missing lots of stuff that you don't have. But who, who? Not the name of the shop. Did you have the dealer replace the transmission or somebody else? I had somebody else. Did they? That did they the rebuild thing. yours, or did they buy a rebuilt, or did they buy I a think, crate? I one think you tried to General Motors. a couple of things to save the money. And finally, ended up getting something from the dealer, and it still it still isn't correct. Okay, all right. Well, if you bought it from the dealer and he can prove that with the receipt, then I would probably get a hold of that receipt. He's probably not going to want to give it to you because he marked it up and tell him you don't care. But I would yeah. take it to them and I would say, would you diagnose the problem? Now it's a fifty-fifty. It's him yeah. or it's the transmission. Yeah. So you need to work it out with him on the front side that if it's you and they fix it. 
can we negotiate a settlement? Can you can you um, make some kind of okay. I can't possibly answer your question about what you can look at in the future because everybody's different. Everybody's yeah. different. Everybody drives their car different. Some people ride, drove yeah. them, drive them like they stole it, and some people drive yeah, them like there's true. an egg between their foot and the throttle. But if you're going to buy something, I don't know that I would buy a 2012 just because you think you're going to get away from a transmission problem. I don't know if that's a if that's a real good idea, but it's your money and it's your idea. As far as what you think with the Malibu, I don't. I can't think of a single thing that that when a Malibu pulls in, I start licking my lips <laughs> and knowing I'm gonna be able to sell them everything. You're, I, I don't have that. Get that new spot in your backyard, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Mercedes that Renee's drives, and the airplane I just bought, and all that other kind of stuff. Funny. I think what you should do is, if you're going to buy a 2012, you need to have somebody do a used car checkover. You're going to spend anywhere from eighty-five dollars to one hundred twenty-five, hundred thirty dollars. I can tell you this much: a lady a while ago brought in a car from a dealership. And we found a thousand dollars worth of work that wasn't even on a one to ten scale. It wasn't even two off the top. I mean, it was not everything was nines and tens. It wasn't any fives. It wasn't any sixes, and it wasn't any ones. So we wrote it all up, and she paid it. And I said I would be interested in knowing what happens. She says, "Okay." She's a customer of ours now mm-hmm. too. She took it back to the dealer. They did all the work for her, and she negotiated a lesser price. So she came back and she says they did a thousand dollars of work. They and they verified all your concerns were valid, and they gave me a deduction. She says so the one twenty five we spent was I spent was really worth it. Now that happens a lot for us. On private party sales, it it doesn't happen much, but it at least gives you negotiation posture that if you need some lower ball joints, and I'm just throwing a number out here, um, so you can negotiate, and they cost $250, and that includes the alignment, parts and labor and alignment, then you go back and negotiate $250, $300. So I I, I don't know. You you know, the hard part is, is we have a transmission shop that just does wholesales, and, and he'll make a mistake twice a year. Mm-hmm. And we'll take it back to him, and he'll adjust it. He'll fix it. He'll whatever. Not too long ago, one of his guys put the check valve in the wrong passageway, and it didn't uh, take. I mean, he almost diagnosed it over the phone. And so uh, we took it in. He did it. He brought it back. The symptoms gone. We gave it back to the customer. What bothers me in the transmission business is, is first of all, there's people in the transmission business that are just what we call R and R. Take it off, buy a cheap rebuilt, and put it in. Now, if the price goes up a lot, then they're going to buy something in a crate from the dealership. But still, you have a crossover of the warranty. The real problem is, is you got two people involved. The dealer's going to say it's the installer's fault. The installer's going to say it's the dealership's fault. You're in the middle, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> so in, in, in our particular case, and many other shops, if you bring it back in and we bought it from a crate motor, which we have to only do 5%, 10% of the time because there's good transmissions out there, um, yeah. then we'll take it to the dealer, and then we'll talk with them. And then if they say it's our fault, please show us it's our fault. Show us what you're going to do to fix it, and thank you very much. I'll pay the bill. So yeah, that's I really think, though, if you knew something in particular uh, 2012 that I should be aware of. No, and I think that if you had a recall after your 2010, call 1-800-GM or whatever the heck the number is. Have uh-huh. them open up a case for you. Write a really nice letter. This is the 17th Chevrolet my family has owned since 1962. Yeah. And I love my Malibu, but here's a receipt for transmission work I had to have done. Shortly thereafter, you recalled cars like mine, but one or two years older. 
or newer, I should say. And so, so I would like, I would like you to extend whatever consideration you would normally extend to someone who's been a faithful purchaser of your car and can say now, this is the first time I've ever had to contact one eight hundred. Um, General Motors or Chevrolet. I write pretty good, don't I? You do. I, you do. I help people write their stuff. <laughs> I'm really good at hitting all the bullet points there. Well, look at I'm a happy camper. This is the first time I've had a problem. Sure. I'm, I've been buying your cars forever. I love my car. My wife loves my car. We fight about who gets to drive my car. Yeah. When they read that kind of stuff, they want to fix you. Yeah. They want to help you. Yeah. So anyway, well, well good luck to you, Terry. All right. Thanks very much. Mark. I appreciate you, it. You bet. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty tires. We're going to talk about tires real quick. Yeah, some more. Okay. Yeah, because right. there's a lot of things about tires, especially yeah. now with vacations coming up and all that stuff yep, too. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, vehicle manufacturers recommend replacement during the warranty period. Most cars have a three to five year warranty. I think that's real self serving. Yeah, I think that's real self serving because all the warranties are different, mm-hmm. and I think. I come to you and you're in the service drive and I say, Mrs. Salem, you know, your car's going to be out of warranty next month. That means your tires. And we just happen to have a special on tires. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we're going to make that transition in our industry in, in that arena. And I, I don't think it's in your best interest. I don't think that you should, I don't think it should be, we can forecast your tires are going to fail a week after your warranty's up, mm-hmm. and we'd like to save you a little money. Right. I'm not saying they all do it, but I can tell you this much. There's just, percentage-wise, there's just as many dealerships that are that are wearing wearing a bandit mask as there are independent shops and specialty shops mm-hmm. and tire shops. Now, obviously, you can look at Discount Tire. You can look at some of the chains, and some of them are good and some of them are bad. I would say that about 20% of the independent shop, I'm not going to refer you to. But uh, that just bothers me. Mm -hmm. Okay, most tire manufacturers recommend the six years, and I agree with that. Industry experts are recommending six years. So if you have a three-year warranty and and they want to sell you tires, industry experts and most tire manufacturers are saying six years, six years. Now, here's the real kicker. After six years, we won't touch your tire. We won't repair it. We won't stick a plug in it or a patch in it. All we'll do, Salem Boys and a lot of other places, all we'll do is bring the tire up to its normal inflation. That's it. And it's written, be advised, we will only we, we recommend you replace your tires due to their age and, and customers have been advised, blah, blah, blah. And Salem Boys will only adjust the inflation on tires with a DOT at or be, after 10 years. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go the 10-year route, then we're not touching your tire after 10 years. Right. And so the last guy that touches is going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of things. And temperature and aging are the two things that this report from National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, this report talks about. Arizona has more sun. Right. And that's an aging issue with respect to the tire. And then we're going to sell you a tire because the sidewalls are cracked. Unless you can see air on the other side of that crack, I'm not a real advocate of that kind of sales. And, of course, I'm I'm being facetious. Yeah. As far as heat is concerned, that's altogether different. Right. So you, you don't really know what kind of heat cycle your tires have, but we do. Yeah. We well, know. and the other thing is, you know, we see a lot of, we go up and down the mountain a lot, so we see a lot of those smaller trailer tires. 
and most of those aren't they rated 65 miles an hour and people don't travel at 65 miles an hour most of them the hot rod boats going to swirl back roosevelt and back okay they pass us Mm -hmm. and you are exceeding the speed limit yeah and so and so they blow past us when you folks when you leave when you leave the Indian Reservation on 87, mm-hmm. I want you to pay particular attention from the Indian Reservation of the Verde River uh-huh. all the way to the Swirl Lake Turnoff. I mean, the place looks like, a, it looks like a tire explosion. Now, on the way back, I want you to pay attention to the grooves in the, the pavement. There are areas where there's grooves that look like a record player across two lanes. Mm-hmm. That's where the tire's blown off, and the rim is now gouging the pavement. You can see it as clear as day, mm-hmm. and those little bitty tires are not designed to whip down the road at 65, 70 miles an hour. The other day, someone told me, and I can't divulge his name, mm-hmm. he was doing 81 miles an hour from Payson here. Okay. And as soon as he passed Swore Lake, he says, I'm being passed by guys with tires that are no bigger than a pizza. I <laughs> and, know. And, and it is true. Trailer tires, typically, if they start with ST, mm-hmm. um, the trailer tire has a 65-mile-an-hour strict. I'm not talking 68 or 70. It's a strict 50, 65 miles an hour. In addition to that balloon, it's important to know that the smaller tires spin three or four times for every big tire circumference. Mm-hmm. So the big tire rolls 12 o'clock to 12 o'clock, but the small tire probably does four of those to gain the same distance. Right, right. Well, and the other interesting thing, we happened to watch your segment on uh, the list the other day again mm-hmm. about overloading your car and um on that particular car that we were using it had a 910 pound load load limit before you go on okay and two of the participants that we were weighing and stuff were my two fat bearded sisters okay go ahead yeah yeah (laughs) and so you know that's not much for your luggage and all your passengers and all that stuff and how many times do we see people on the side of the road that have blown a tire and they have like, you know, their garage out on the side of the road trying to get to their spare. I mean, it's a mess. It's it's an easy one to do. You have a curb weight that's in your owner's manual. Right. Then you have a, you have a maximum load weight mm-hmm. on the door sticker. Mm-hmm. So we looked at this car and it had a 900 pound deal. Well, the two big technicians we had in there and the two people in the back were more than 900. Oh, they yeah. didn't even have room for an ice chest full of beer. Yeah. And so, but they better have those tires inflated to their maximum if mm-hmm. they want to make where they're going. So mm-hmm. you bring up a really good point. But that's, I don't know how we're going to fix that. How are we going to get people to look up the curb weight, which is the car, what it weighs sitting there with no butts in it? That's the curb weight plus fuel. It's, right. it's full. Is that on the door sticker? I mean, it's in the car. It's okay. typically in the owner's manual. Okay. But I don't think it's in the car. Okay. I don't think it's something that's on the sticker, but I'll look because that that's a great question. Check real quick. But it's yeah. going to say gross vehicle weight, and the gross vehicle weight is the car empty with its load and passengers cannot exceed this weight limit. Yeah. Now, I was surprised it was only 910, actually. When yeah. you said that, I just I thought that was I know, a but, little amount. The two guys in the front seat of this car were shoulder to shoulder from the window <laughs> to the window. And it wasn't a small car. <laughs> it was, that piece was funny just because I kept talking about my bearded sisters. Right. That was a great piece. But nevertheless, 602-508-0960. I know Gil's, we left somebody hanging. Tell them they're going to be first on the other side. So we're going to be like, oh, I don't know, three, four minutes, and then we'll be back to them. 
the rest of you, we have open lines. We have forums, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and I'll just walk it to the top of the hour, 602-508-0960, and 602-508-0960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.